when I think about the fact that uh, Ronald Reagan was the governor of California, Richard Nixon was the president of the U.S., the whole apparatus of the state was set up against me. Um, they had all of their resources and the FBI, the police, and they really meant to send me to the death chamber in order to make a point. During the late 20th century, there was a prominent figure who stood out from amongst the rest. It really didn't matter who I was, or it was that I was a very uh, convenient figure to make a point that they would suppress any efforts at revolution and liberation. She became known as a radical and counterculture activist in her attempts to battle racism. She is known internationally for her persistence and dedication and her advocation for the oppressed. This political activist, author, educator, and scholar is Angela Davis. When I think about her, I think about an Afro, you know, and Black Panthers and, you know, this uh, woman who was standing up not only for herself and what she felt was right, but for the world um, to kind of be a better place. Born in 1944 in Birmingham, Alabama, a time where discrimination was very much alive, Davis grew up experiencing racism firsthand. Her mother brought her to numerous civil rights functions and demonstrations, helping Davis to establish a strong sense of being as an African American. Davis's grandmother also had a critical role in this development. This was crucial as her neighborhood became known as Dynamite Hill, enduring numerous bombings from members of the Ku Klux Klan. I remember from the time I was very small, I remember the sounds of bombs exploding across the street, our house shaking. I remember my father having to have guns at his disposal at all times because of the fact that at any moment uh, uh, someone we might expect to be attacked. The man who was at that time in con complete control of the city government, his name was Bull Connor, uh, would often get on the radio and make statements like, uh, 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 niggas have moved into a white neighborhood, uh, we better expect some bloodshed tonight. And sure enough, there would be bloodshed. On September 16, 1963, four girls from Davis's childhood were killed in a church bombing in her hometown of Birmingham, Alabama. Davis viewed this as a societal issue, and her desires for political change increased with this event. I was very good friends with the sister of, of another one. My, my sister was very good friends with all three of them. My mother taught one of them in her class. My mother, in fact, when the bombing occurred, one of the mothers of uh, one of the young girls called my mother and said, uh, can you take me down to the church to pick up uh, Carol? I, you know, we heard about the bombing, and I, and I don't have my car. And they went down, and what did they find? They found limbs and heads strewn all over the place. During her adolescence, she questioned racism and looked for solutions to help end poverty and discrimination. One of her first attempts to accomplish this was her organization of an interracial study group, which was eventually disbanded by the police after being harassed. Davis first became interested in the Communist Manifesto and communism as a teenager and believed this was necessary for the liberation of blacks. In 1969, 
Angela Davis made national headlines when she was removed from her teaching position as professor of philosophy at UCLA because of her ties to the Communist Party and social and civil rights activism. Philosophy professor Angela Davis admitted that she is a member of the Communist Party. Soon after, she was placed on the 10 most wanted list of the FBI because of false charges. As a result, she went into hiding as the FBI went on an extensive search for her capture and arrest. Ooh, put her on the top 10. Everybody had a file on her. She was acquitted of all charges in 1972 with the help of an organized international Free Angela Davis campaign. Her trial and imprisonment of 16 months is one of the most famous court cases in recent history. One of the earliest events that helped ignite Angela Davis's dedication to attaining rights for prisoners began with the Soledad brothers. Now we'll hear from Dr. Bahia Muhammad, criminologist and professor in the Department of Sociology and Anthropology at Howard University. You have these three African-American men who were charged with the murder of a white prison guard. Now, if you get into the details of the case and everything that went down and how the media, you know, played, uh, overplayed um, into the issues that were going on, um, just so many injustices and so many different things that um, still make her work so relevant today. Today, Angela Davis still advocates for prison abolition and helped founded Critical Resistance, which is a national organization that is committed to demolishing the prison industrial complex. Each chapter of that organization she created um, with Critical Resistance worked on projects including, uh, you know, things like education of politics and developing leadership skills and stopping the prison boom of California's prisons. I mean, if you think about the number of prisons that were created within a five-year, I believe, span, it's over 25, 25. I mean, it was ridiculous. Uh, once you started having uh, prisons being built and individuals saw immediately how you could create prison beds um, and project them on whatever you wanted to and they would be filled. No matter what, these prison beds, they would be filled. Um, and so critical resistance is exactly what it states. I mean, critically analyzing what was going on. Um, in any critical thought, you're looking not only at race concepts, um, class, and social, uh, social structures, but you're looking at the reality of situations and how they apply themselves to individuals and people in real life and in real space. And so to resist that, you know, to resist that complex, this is kind of, what, you know, what she stood for and what she fought for. And um, a lot of the mentality that she holds, I carry in my classrooms. Um, when I teach my corrections course uh, to undergraduates here at Howard University, it's really important for me to um, allow them to have a critical eye and a critical thought where they're not only understanding concepts, but critically thinking about the issues that are at hand. The legacy of Angela Davis is one that continues to thrive and will never be forgotten. Angela Davis was on the front line and, you know, the ideal fighter. She has given lectures in all 50 states, as well as in the Caribbean, Europe, Africa, and the former Soviet Union. You know, I thank her. I, you know, I thank her for her courage. Um, you also have to remember that she's a black woman. A woman. This is, you know, a woman. 
similar to myself, it, you know, on the front lines, you know, of it all, um, at a time when blacks were not respected, period. Uh, and if you were a woman, you know, you, you were not even seen. So Angela Davis, um, just being on the front line and being the voice behind those individuals who were talking about what was going on in the media at the time changed the way uh, women are represented in dealing with crime. I mean, being a black criminologist, I mean, I mean, I, I feel that I would not uh, be doing justice if I didn't use a course um, that provided my students to understand and analyze the mind of Angela Davis.